a one, a two, a three. Happy New Year's! I don't know if someone said anything wrong. Uh, Happy New Year's Tuesday, catch-up people. We've got a resolution for you. Before we even give you one drop of this juicy little content, what you're going to do, you're going to pause this episode. As we speak, pause it. You're going to go to wherever you listen to podcasts. And I don't know how to do it on any other platform but iTunes, but you're going to back out. You're going to search the Tuesday catch-up. You're going to click those five stars and you're going to fill all five of them in. You're going to click that fifth one. Then you're going to write something nice about us. Again, like we said last week, maybe... uh, you know, Hayden, you're so handsome. Uh, Matt, you're also so handsome. Um, this is not a poop cast, but I still like it. Anything you want to come up with, speak from the heart. Send us some. That's your New Year's resolution is to leave us at least one review. And then come March, quarterly review time, we're going ha- to have quarterly reviews of everyone on the podcast via the review section. So, you know, Ooh. rate the rebirth as it is right now. And then, uh, then we'll go from there. So, anyways, happy New Year's, people. It is... Tuesday, December 29th, something like that. Here we go, hit the music. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! I don't know how to read at that point. Not without beer, you gotta come back with something. The sauce is the must. (laughs) Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Let's power rank the worst years of all time. 2020, numero uno. That is a gimme. This may have been... No? I'm Okay, so personally, fantastic year. I loved 2020 for a multitude of reasons. It allowed me to be the hermit that I am inside. The podcast came back. I got fucking engaged. Humble brag. Yeah, that's right. I'm getting married. Uh, you know, all the good things. But from a global perspective, was 2020 in the power rankings one of the worst years that ever maybe existed? Um, one of the worst years in modern society. In modern society. We now, didn't get hit by an asteroid. But, but obviously, yeah. you know, personally, <laughs> we all had great years, I'd say. You know, I, I think maybe we do that. But um, I just want to take you guys down a list. And I want I want your candid feedbacks here. On, and we're going to go we're gonna go on a scale of don't give a shit, kind of give a shit, and like this made me bummed out. I'm going to run you through everything that happened in 2020 because there are some things that just legit – I thought this was four years ago, but it happened this year. Okay, here we go. Uh, Australia burned to a crisp. I would say that's on my give a shit scale. That kind of sucked. That's that was yep. that was tough to watch. Totally well, give, totally give a shit totally about that. for me. <laughs> I mean, I get that, Matt. I mean, it, 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 and I think it wouldn't have cared as much if they didn't show me pictures of like koalas without like a tree to climb. Like they yeah, they true. really like they they hit on that back. But I would say. What made me slide maybe into the not give a shit category was the famous people videos about it. I cannot stand when famous people patronize me via an Instagram video that just cuts where they all say the same two minute speech, but they just intercut it Mm -hmm. like together, together. And then they all had like shit accents. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't want to rant. Whatever. I I hate being asked for money by millionaires. Yeah, there's a Twitter account out there that says, has Jeff Bezos solved world hunger today? And it just keeps saying no because he definitely has the money to do it. And every day they tweet no because the, the account name is uh, is that. Um, okay. <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle quit royal family. Could not give less of a shit. Honestly. My, Who cares? The, the tomato meter says, don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, my God. COVID-19 pandemic. Uh... Uh, ask Pierre. <laughs> Some people think that maybe it's not even real. I would say slightly give a shit on my end. I wear my mask, but I'm over it. I had COVID. It was okay. 
We're over it. Uh, Kobe Bryant died. That's big time give a shit news. That sucked. My boss saw his chopper that day. Like that's a lie. Yeah. He lives in he lives in Calabasas and he, he came into work and he was like, Yeah, I, I saw that chopper. I, I was coming out to work this morning and I and I looked up and I was like, Wow, that chopper's really low and then started driving into work and uh, then found out Kobe died like half an hour later. Do you think this is one of those flawed memory moments where everybody thinks they saw yeah. Kobe's chopper at nine AM or exactly. eight AM? Howie Mandela effect. Howie Mandela effect. <laughs> Some would say. All right. Well, that one's definitely possible. I want a Craig Spiracy corner on Kobe's helicopter death. I don't. I don't want to. I. That is how we get a quick round. People. People champion Kobe Bryant. That one's a tough one to. We don't. That one would win us the stepped in it award of the podcast. Um. Here we go. Uh. Parasite sweeps the Oscars. I did anyone watch that movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. What is it about? Fucking spoil it. Spoiler alert. What's the ending? Have you seen the movie like Get Out? Yeah, I've seen Get Out. It's like a Get Out style commentary on inequality, I would say. If Get Out was about racism. In Korean. In Korean. Get Out was about racism. Was I know. Not? Oh. And I'm saying it's like p- parallel. It was kind of about like but inequality in South Korean. It's good. Well, now I feel like I can't go, don't give a shit. I just don't give a shit about movies, but I care about everybody. Uh, Harvey Weinstein verdict. Uh, don't give a shit what happens to him. He could burn at the stake. Overall, give a shit. I was happy, you know, he's a creep. Yeah, too bad we have a president what, with the same inclination. I kind of forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even remember. I think he's in jail. He was, he was like making actresses like suck his dick on Okay, anyways. No, no, no. Okay. I don't know. I'm asking, like, what was his, like, what was he what was charged with? Like, I'm not, like, did he, did like multiple counts of sexual assault, and he, like, yeah. did he go to jail? Did he go to jail? Uh, so he, I think he He's got out of it white, because so he because he grabbed a walker and like brought it in like he was so frail. Like, He's like, don't <laughs> uh, put me in jail. It. He built it. That's yeah, so he, got can- he got canceled though. He's not making any movies. No, oh, God, no, Thank yeah. God. Does he have a son? Who cares? Oh, yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? That's on the don't give a shit scale. That is yeah. uh Monkeys Run Riot in Thai City, in like a Thailand city. That was that, rad. Was, that was cool as shit. That one wish the podcast was still on for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Pentagon confirmed UFOs. No one gave a shit. Like collectively, yeah, that, no one gave a shit. There's yep. too much else going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Perfect time yeah, to release that no, news. Here's yeah, my obviously. thing is everybody was sitting on their phones like 24 seven and then UFOs came up. They're like, mm, not a shock. Like anybody who thinks that we're not ready for that news is so misguided like if you dumped if, if people literally you could if if you told me that aliens had twitter and like we were communicating with them i'd be like yeah that checks out like that makes sense that's why they're so okay, funny there's, there's, there's so much mistrust in the government like even if they release something saying hey the sky's blue people would be like yeah fucking right yeah right Donald. <laughs> liars uh, like it doesn't it doesn't matter what they can put out anything and there'll still be people like yeah that's not happening very true um does anyone can can I get a can I get a quick uh, on the pod lookup of the massive lasagna in Wembley Stadium? Can someone just sure. just type in massive lasagna in Wembley Stadium? We'll come back to it. Um, everybody became obsessed with Tiger King. I fell into that trap. I watched it. Same. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I will say this: that was like our Florida man section, like come to life. I would say, <laughs> like people, they. I think that you know, would you say that Tuesday Ketchup maybe before its rebirth was like the first ones to really shine a big light on the Florida man. I would definitely agree. And I even listened to a radio station that they have Florida man news. And I'm like, they stole it straight from under us. 
You know, we take one tiny, tiny 18-month break. <laughs> oh, I got they some beef the for you when I tell you about what happened in the 18-month break. Um, uh, some, I, we might get, be getting a lawyer. We might be lowering the fuck up. Okay. Uh, murder oh, Hornets. Yeah. That Here happened. Don't, don't give a shit, though. I kind of give a shit. Nobody cares about Murder Hornets. You kind of give a shit? Yeah. If they get worse. I feel like it was just like one, one thing after another during yeah. that like couple-month stretch. And I was honestly just watching Tiger King, so I didn't, I didn't follow up on Murder Hornets. To think that, I mean, yeah, that'd be kind of shitty. I, I'm actually like still deathly afraid of bees. Uh, one time, so here's what happened at the park. <laughs> My dad took Harley and I to the park and bought us shakes, and we were sort of playing at the park, and I had a strawberry shake from McDonald's. And I came back to my shake after like I obviously what first off let me go this way who hydrates with a strawberry shake like i was running around playing tag and then just slugging fucking straight liquid or uh, sludge anyways <laughs> life is great i come back to the table i go to take a sip of it and i suck a bee through the straw into my <laughs> mouth and get stung right on the tip of my tongue by a bee and since that day i am so deathly afraid of them it is unbelievable um hmm. i dig it i got to watch et and eat you popsicles. did that was an et day and you only cried for like an hour so which is impressive. I sucked a bee into my mouth. Whatever. You know those gravitrons? No. We were on one. We got those like carnival oh. rides where you stand on the wall and it spins around yeah, and yeah. you get sucked to the wall. Uh, my dad had a, a bee go up his shorts once while we were on one. Uh oh. Did it sting him? Wow. Oh yeah. A lot of times. Oh no! It was oh. one, it was a multi stinger. <laughs> those multi stinger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I honestly don't know the difference of any bees. The only ones I know are the big fat ones are friendly and the small ones are generally not. No, they're all pretty friendly. Bees are cool. Wasps are not yeah, friendly. Wasps are not. I said but, bees. Like the light bee one. Oh, they're not considered bees? Yeah. Eh, they're like kind of bees. Whatever. You get it. Uh, don't really give a shit about that stuff. Uh, anyone do the lasagna story? Did we get any feedback? It's, it was a big hoax. And the Wembley Stadium was supposed to like deny. They had to deny the claims because it was picking up steam. Whatever. That's lame. I fell trapped to that. My bad, boys. <laughs> All right. Before we get into this, because we're going to just basically this. This is an episode about reflecting on this year and planning for 2021 and and just kind of unpacking all the bests, the best of the year. We're getting on awards because it's just been such a negative year. And the Tuesday catch ups a positive group. We're positive vibes, guys. But first, I have beef and I have beef with two things. OK, and let's get the first one on the table. It's in-house beef. I got beef with our scheduling department, a.k.a. the Tuesday Catch-Up Group Chat. You know, maybe, let's start this way. Maybe if we didn't get 176 text messages a day in that group chat, we'd be able to coordinate our scheduling. But no, we have to share so much disturbing TikTok content throughout the day and memes and things that scheduling became a nightmare. And so this week, I'm beefing with the Stubings. And Yaana, here's what happened. And so what happened was we usually record on Sundays and then we talked about it and we're like, oh no, we can't. We got family stuff, which is fair because Harley is in town now. He's sitting right next to me. Um, oh yeah, like, everyone's here, by the way. I don't know. Forgot to do that. I'm a little fired up today. Anyways, um, we record on Sundays and then you guys said no. And then we're like Monday and you're like, no, because Matt's a real estate mogul, which we'll talk about. <laughs> Jake's, Jake's got things to say about that. Um <laughs> But then we're like, Saturday, that's ideal. Uh, we're going to do Saturday afternoon. We picked it out. We're like, 2.45, that's chef's kiss time. Because Matt had things going on all morning. And he said, the earliest I can do is 2.45, but after that, I'm good. And then, an hour till showtime, Matt texts the group chat and goes, yeah, so I can only be on 2.45 to 3.45. Sorry, that's just kind of the way it goes. I'm moving into the house tonight. And I said, like, I, I just said, beef. 
<laughs> Matt, what do you have to say for yourself? I'm not, maybe I'm not beating with both of you because Nate's not moving houses. Sorry, Nate. That was a ricochet shot. Um, I, I'll I'm helping you, him move. You, beef is – I accept your beef. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so confused by those texts because I was bartending when we were scheduling it is that I thought it was still Sunday at 2.45 until this morning when Nate and I were talking about it and we were like, no, I think it's today. And I was like, oh, shit. So <laughs> – I was going to come to the Stubing's defense, but after hearing that Matt was doing more drinking than bartending and lost track of the time. That makes <laughs> makes some uh, golden sense. We, could, yeah. we could just have a separate group chat for scheduling. And then internal. No, we are. We are. TikToks. No, we are. We are. That's I was. That's where I'm cutting out. So my, my, my uh, proclamation <laughs> is that we're going to start a Tuesday catch-up content chat, Tuesday catch-up coordination chat, because uh, Zach and Gillis were like, I go to work and I come home to millions of text messages and I can't, I don't even know where we are anymore. And I was like, that makes well, a lot of sense why you're not here then. That's justice. The first problem is going to work. So let's cut that out of the picture. Yeah, quit your jobs. Tuesday catch up full time, baby. That's yeah. that's easy. Mm-hmm. Now, second beef of the scheduling is with Harley. Um, guy says he was going to get here at one o'clock today, and then he showed up at two thirty. Ten minutes of showtime, and we were supposed to get a. You know, I, I think part of being co-host, you want to bond outside the episode, so we were going to get a little workout in. Harley showed up very late. Um. You know, I don't have much to say other than you knew I was a snake when you picked me up. Like, you have to know that I'm going to be at least an hour late. And then you throw in a four-hour and some change drive in snowy conditions and a family stop along Quit the way. riding the, fa- the and, snowy uh, conditions. And, uh, it, uh, it wasn't even <laughs> snowy. <laughs> it was snowy for like the first 30 minutes of the drive. Whatever. That was about it. All right, second beef. Uh, in our 18-month quick break, which we never said we were done. We just were on a hi- hiatus, a sabbatical, a break, a vacation. Three Tuesday ketchup showed up. Like legitimate imposters of the ketchup. Let me run you through some of these. Cease and desist. There is a Let's Catch Up podcast that started in like late night late 2019, early 2020, and then a The Ketchup, which started like two months ago. And their logos blatantly ripped off our fucking podcast. I'm not even kidding you, they're fucking two a team blank they're ripoffs. Have you listened? Are you just mad because they're I, better? No, I, oh, no, no, no. I open it up, and it's like a dude like has his laptop, and he's just talking with no microphone. Like I know our production value sucks. We don't need to fucking hear it from you people. But <laughs> to, to think that you could get worse than the Tuesday catch-up difference and, and then put it out there, I mean, it's a it's, – one of the logos is literally a colored pencil drawing, and then they took a picture of the drawing, and that's their logo. That's bad. <sighs> Are we sure it's not just me? Like, <laughs> did we make sure that it's not Nate? That's his graphic design. That could just be his graphic design skills. We, we're not I mean, I'm not sure, but fellas, like, we might have to lawyer up. We might have to, or we podcast beef. Like, we just start spamming their shit with, like, <laughs> demon talks. Like, the kind of, like, that. One-star reviews. I'll just hack them. There you go, Nate. You hack them. Matt, we bomb them with bad reviews. Here's, okay, no, so here's what's going to happen. we just got to rise above. We just raise our production value oh, and leave them in the dust. Oh, look at the moral high ground. <laughs> if you're listening right now, you go to those pockets and you, you rip them a new asshole. We're not advocating for it, but if our listeners were like, to go and oh give them God, one star. Oh, my God, and just be like, holy shit, this is like Aldi ketchup. Like, this is bullshit. We're Heinz boys. We're tomato people. Like, don't jack our swag. That kind of stuff. So... Um, and, and speaking of just podcast things, um, 
does anyone have like those thoughts where or what just podcast things like when people want to just come on the pod but they really don't have like a mission they're just like when are you gonna have me on and you're like what do you what do you mean and they're like <laughs> when are you gonna have me on and you're like I, I don't know what you mean i had four inquiries this week and i'm you know i'm not gonna put anybody on blast but what do you like what do we say do we have a current I, stance on on strangers joining the pod i think our our um process of doing this when we originally started this was the perfect process they had to be a tomato boy or a girl Mm -hmm. that was that was hands down the best because they were they loved the podcast enough to support us and then they're like you know we'll 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 have you on we love you and dare i say that nine out of ten people who have inquired aren't tomato people like they would never try to they would they're not ride or die they're not ride or die sauce people dude they're not they're not riding the sauce river with us they're just they're just there because they want what they're clout chasing what is it about podcasting as a medium that people just want to jump right in like hayden if you're a quarterback and somebody's like hey you think i could just like play in a game with you guys (laughs) hey man just hand me the ball like dude why don't i don't know maybe that's me i'm just complaining Wow, what a pie. I, I think we, we also have to present it like, uh, so you got to be a tomato boy, first of his. Second of his is that you have to present your story ahead of time, like like a late night show. But you got to come to the table with something juicy. Yeah. And then if it's approved, mm-hmm. then you're, bam, you're on. But you got to send some money to the Patreon first. <laughs> that's the that's the flow chart. First check, are yeah. you a tomato person, yes or no? Mm-hmm. No reroutes you to donate money on Patreon. Ooh, actually, we should design that. Let's write that idea down. Yeah. We're going to follow. This is a follow through year for Got us. It. That's as a podcast. Our New Year's resolution is to follow through on ideas and not spit so many ideas out that we can't follow through. But this one Love is it. fantastic. It's a flow chart. It's do you want to be on the podcast? Yes or no. <laughs> and then the next one is, are you a tomato person? If no, it flows you back. If yes, it says, do you have a T-shirt? And then, <laughs> and then a link. To, if it goes no, it goes a link to the uh, merch store. And then if yes, then it goes, is your story good? And then yes, they can go down further and then they can click a link. But if I, no, I go like back. The, I think we, still we circle to back to this at a, at a later date. We incorporate it into your application for Zoom calls. Ooh, like uh, the jargon. I was thinking just another Venn diagram. You know, that's fun. Yeah, another Venn diagram, a chummy Venn diagram with yeah. a circle. Right? I, dude, I'm a big <laughs> all, all the qualifications. You're right there. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's the ideal Come guest. On. All right, that's fair. Um, anybody else? Any interesting things happening this week for them in their lives? I accidentally I mean, sprayed my eye with Pam, like the <laughs> cooking oil. Nice. My, I tell you what, my skin. Baby smooth. I'll tell you, I, if I don't see Kim Kardashian spraying her face with Pam in the next like month, I'm I'm gonna be pretty surprised because it's very soft. Now, how did this happen? Can you walk us through? Like, did you aim it the wrong way? Like, I just don't know how that happens. I was, you know, how when you open up a new like can like that, you have to kind of have to like twist it to like break the seal and like unlock it, kind of like with like a yeah. uh, yep. sunscreen or whatever. You have to do that so. as well. And um, I was looking at it, it wasn't going, and I, then you, I realized that you didn't even have to break anything. I was looking right in the hole, and it just sprayed me right in the eye. <laughs> and um, I tell you what, I can see like four miles away. <laughs> I'm not going to say I advocated like Tide Pods, but I've never felt better in my life. <laughs> yeah, but it all started because I was following through with my uh, you know, process or my uh, previous uh, saying of saying that I wanted to do some wrenching. I was working on Matt's car today. Why are we using well, Pam on a car? I was Humble getting. Uh, we ran out of Goo Gone, 
and I was getting uh, some uh, the the sale sticker, the for sale sticker oh, off the right, window. Right, right, right. So you're wrenching like big time there, Nate. Because I you, you before I, we got on the pod, you went off on like a run about all the shit you were doing to a car. You're really pulling into your... stickers off, going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did spark plugs, coil pack, tail light. Um, I buffed the bumper and got the sticker off. So pretty badass. How many Today. how many Damn. YouTube videos did you watch to do that? Two. How many did you post oh, of nice. you doing it? <laughs> Uh, six. I was gonna say otherwise. Did, otherwise, you didn't do it. A gravy train uh, DIY channel. So I'm saying, dude. YouTube. Yeah, Tuesday catch up live from the gravy train studios. Tuesday or gravy train, uh, gravy train content. Um, anybody else? I, uh, Matt, you said you had something interesting going on. Uh, you were maybe hit up for a certain item. There was a shopper looking for something beyond beer. Yes. Yes. Um, so I was bartending. This is this is back in Thanksgiving. So not not that recent. But there was an older gentleman that, like, works on the street. I won't say who it is. But um, so it's, like, the week week of Thanksgiving, and he, he comes into the brewery, and there's not really anybody in there at this time. And he goes, I, uh, I'm looking for some pie. And I was like, some, some pie? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, did you, like, try festival? <laughs> and, He's like, no, like I'm looking for some pie. And he's like, they were all out, and I was like, oh, festivals out of pies. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what if he was trying to sleep with you? <laughs> he wasn't looking for. So I'm like thinking about this. I'm like, festivals out of pie? That's like impossible. So I'm like, damn. Our friend David like makes food. He caters. I'm like, but I think he's sold out of pies. <laughs> I was like, I could ask him if you want. He's like, no, no, no. I don't think you're understanding me. He's like, I'm looking for pie. And I'm like, I'm just like, weed? And he's like, more or less. And I was like, just say you want weed. Yeah, more, more, more or less. (laughs) And I was like, and I don't like smoke anymore or anything. So I'm like, I'm like, I, I mean, obviously I could probably find some if I really tried, but I'm like, I'm not going to find weed for you. Like, I don't <laughs> deal with that. And if you can't even say weed. You know, it would have been, you know, you know, it would have been great, Matt, is that if you like kept going down the rabbit hole and you were like, oh yeah, I'll call my friend David. Like we can definitely get choked up with some pie. Yeah. Like it like, it took it the full way and he shows up and literally gives him like a fucking apple pie. <laughs> Right. At what, at what kind of pie do you want? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> what kind of pie? <laughs> he was like, "Man, I'm really give you." Oh no, Matt! Pie. Big internet moves. Wait, wait, wait! Here's what could oh. happen: You're on the phone. You go, "How much pie do you want?" And he goes, "Like an eighth." And he's like, "One slice." <laughs> Just like hangs up the phone. <laughs> oh god, that yeah. would have. That's a great skit. Encounter. No, no, yeah. I don't think you talk. Pie. <laughs> That's too funny. And you just come back. Weed? Yeah, more or less. Like, what do you mean? No, yes, we, we just, absolutely just weed. Um, I realized that I am now good at Christmas decorate or Christmas like cookie decorating. I put up an Instagram poll and didn't label whose was whose. I just said left or right of these gingerbread houses, and everyone thought it was like me versus Lucy. And I got a number of messages that were like. You're like, both of these look like children made them like parts of them are artists, part are terrible. And then, um, 
you know, what they didn't know is that the one that won was my 10 year old littles and mine just got <laughs> shit on. Like I got, I was getting dominated at one point and then I, I made a resurgence, but uh, yeah, I was beat by a 10 year old in the ginger, gingerbread house making competition and mine came pre-built. <laughs> he erected his, made it better and built his and mine came pre-built with all this stuff. And I just, I, it was so bad. Like I was getting made fun of pretty relentlessly. The, the creativity of a child is a enigma. I tell you that. Yeah, but I feel like I haven't lost my creativity. Maybe I've lost my dexterity, well, but I haven't lost my creativity. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I got a pair of uh, knockoff Apple AirPods, and um, anytime I get a phone call, it reads off the number in like a really thick Chinese accent. Yeah. Um, so go, Nine, two, three, five, five. Eight. It's really, really bad. Someone just voice recorded the numbers and put them in there, like, like, like an upload with a, a, a thumb drive. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Um, so the other day we found an app, and this was kind of the, this was probably like one of the highlights of my week. We found an app, and Lucy was texting me, and she's like, um, Josie, her sister, she's like, Josie showed me nudes of or one of Kevin's nudes, and now you have to see it. And I went, wait, what? And then she sent me this. It's someone. It's like a photoshopped head on top of a woman's body, and like it's like the, like an app that does it, so it looks very natural. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just send me? And she goes, oh, nothing, nothing. And then she starts sending me mocked up nudes of myself, like back to me, like me by the Christmas tree, standing by myself with just a big pair of boobs, <laughs> like all this stuff, and keeps it going. And I go, like, I'm you're making me suffer emotional trauma. I want you. Jimmy John's. Oh yeah. And then she kept saying like nice Bush because like all the pictures had just had a gnarly Bush on it. Like no matter what guy or girl, it was like just massive. And then she, I'm like, you need to order me Jimmy John's for my reparations. So she does gets it delivered to the house and the Jimmy John's driver. Like I come in, I sign the receipt, I hand to him. He goes, Oh yeah. And a message from fiance, nice Bush. And he winks at me as he's walking away. And I was like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) He loved it too, like, and he knew he hit a home run too because I was like cracking up, crying, laughing um, as it happened. He threw you the wink too. Yeah, yeah. Um, another Lucy moment of the week, which was fantastic. Just fiance things. We went out for the first time in a while. Like, we, do you guys have you guys are you guys having any trouble adjusting back into like going into public here and there? I mean, Matt, I guess running the play, like being at the bar doesn't you know do it. But I guess Jake, Nate, Harley, my work from home warriors. Like, is it? I don't work from home. Okay, well, whatever. My work from home warriors. Do do you ever, like, kind of forget you're not in your living room when you're out to eat? Like, I kind of feel like I eat a little sloppier. Like, I don't pay attention. I just do what I want, you know, out and about. Does anyone have – am I uniquely alone in that? I haven't had the the joy of being able to eat out. Hmm. Jake? I haven't eaten in – I ate indoors once, and I have to say it's very strange. Like, you feel weird when you take off your mask inside of a restaurant. Like, I still feel – really weird whenever i take my mask off in public i feel like you get publicly shamed nowadays it's like i got i like getting out of your car walking into the store it's like you have to have your mask on you just get like dirty looks from everybody yeah i was gonna say it's northern wisconsin it's and we're yeah, going to florida um so what um <laughs> what happened was is like i feel like i'm too comfortable now because i'm so used to eating in front of my tv and just like burping as loud as possible like <laughs> farting all this stuff so like three or four times in the last month like i've been out in public and just ripped like loud ass because i just forget <laughs> i'm just walking and i'll just like drop it and then i'm like oh i'm so embarrassed like that's ridiculous i've, I've done a similar thing I, and i go out quite often yeah it's, by that 
to my own spot. I don't go out like to eat or anything. I've been pretty careful. Yeah, my brain just doesn't like know how to moderate it. But but so Lucy and I were out to dinner last night and um, we're like having drinks and eating. And all of a sudden Lucy let out the biggest belch I've ever heard. Like stop the music in the bar with a belch. And then goes, <laughs> she goes, oh my God, we're not at home. And all the, I heard the lady next to us go, oh my God. <laughs> it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. And then, um, and then she's like, I forgot we weren't at home. And it, it just kind of spoke to me because the rest of the meal, I was like, yeah, I, uh, I realized that I had like sauce in my beard and I was just like, just chilling. It's very hard to be out in public. I don't know how we're going to face it in 2020. Let your manners go. hundred percent, dude. Quarantine things. Um, I was going to ask how everyone's Christmas was, but we're recording this before Christmas. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do, but I do need you guys' advice slash help with something if you're willing. Love it. Hit me. I need to figure out how to hide obvious weight gain for Florida. So we're going to Florida in like four days from this recording. I got it. And I bought clothes and I like bought a size up to make sure that they'd fit and they don't. So I need to go another size up. I mean, not really that. It's not that drastic, but it's pretty drastic. How do I either A, drop a size of clothes in the next four days or B, hide weight gain on a beach? And for reference, I'm going with Zach who is a beefcake guy guy guys like hercules versus me i'm like tourette's guy <laughs> it's easy okay jake you just wear a black you just wear a black turtleneck the entire time <laughs> <laughs> all black mafia that's, that's been my my go-to but pants. yeah but but you can't wear a shirt in the pools though because then everyone knows you're fat exactly you <laughs> draw attention to my, it my thought was a plain white t-shirt that you wear all all day, every day, in the pool, out of the pool, in the ocean. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's not a bad move. I intrude method. Because, or uh, you could get one of those like surf shirts that we would wear as kids, like sun shirts or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. and just pretend, just pretend like you're uh, protecting your body from the sun. Like a ginger. So you've got sensitive nipples or something. Yeah, but those kids, I, I used to do like I used to do the park and recs thing, and like kids, if you wore a swim shirt, like you got fucking roasted. Because oh, I think you just accessorize. Yeah, take now, take people's attention away. Wear a bucket hat. Wear some sunglasses. Ooh. Wear some shiny flip flops. Yeah. yeah, dude. Because I think the best, like the chubby guys on the beach who rock it best, they do that. They accessorize and they're loud. <laughs> like they got two beers in their hands, bucket hat, crazy facial hair, and then like yes. a loud or like very short shorts. Carry like, a boombox rod. That's, that's oh. the method. That's yeah, hang hang yeah, dong. That's the that's hang the way. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either hang dong or just do like. Do like a like an Amer- like American flag shorts with a tank top. No one hates a tank top on the beach. I hate tank tops. No one's look, gonna give you shit for a tank I top. look like like uh, Sopranos <laughs> yeah. when I wear a tank top. Like I's much less like strong man and more Sopranos. You look like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. I look like uh, yeah, I look like every stereotypical dad in like a new like a Jersey apartment. We're, we're going to Florida in uh, two weeks. And definitely didn't hop on the uh, the weight loss game either. So I'm trying to grow my beard out long enough to get down past my belly button. But <laughs> it's taken a little bit of time. Yeah, and I so realized an inch. I realized the problem was is that I got like a, a like a, a like my head is very small, and all the weight gain is right in my belly. Like I legit have a gut. There's nothing else. It doesn't look like I got fat like anywhere else except for I blew up like right right below my rib cage down to my balls, like just <laughs> massive. Waist well, is up some I sizes. Mean, Vin Diesel's got a power gut. 
That's yeah. there's no mm -hmm. just make sure to do some curls before you head out to the beach. Get a nice pump going in your biceps, okay. and nobody nobody will even think anything. They're, they're going to think that guy's on roids and he's jacked. Yeah. That's another thing that I'm scared of. Is Zach wants to work out every day before we hit the beach. How do I let him down easy and let him know that that's just <laughs> not going to happen? <laughs> I, I would tell him like on the plane, be like, "Yo, yo, man, I'm not working out." <laughs> I don't yeah, think it's going to be acceptable. He'll send me home. Just give him the runaround. Be like, yeah, or yeah, just, I'll, be, I'll be down there in, in two minutes. Yeah, just give me a second. Yeah. Exactly, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Just keep I'm telling him that you're on your way to the gym and then just be sitting by the pool the entire time. Mm, smart man. Uh, Zach, if you're listening, I, I can't wait to work out with you, bro. It's going to be sick. We're going to get a fucking pump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Zach. I'll work out. I'm just, I'm just teasing. Um, all right, let's get into some new some bests because I think – Though we talked about events, we didn't talk about like the most, I mean, it was quarantine. So we've been binging shows all 2020 and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I do kind of want to rank them um, as far as the best binges of 2020. Just touch on it a little bit because a lot of good content came out this year. Good shows, good mm -hmm. documentaries, good shows, some that blurred the line of both. And I, uh, I'm going to give you a quick list and then we're going to rank them and I, I'm willing to take anybody's feedback as how they go. So, okay. Tiger King, we just talked about, uh, Schitt's Creek final season, um, Ozark, new season, Mandalorian, The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary, mm -hmm. The Witcher with uh, Superman, uh, SVU, and Barry. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Barry and SVU are junk. Like, that's, they didn't, I mean, I don't know what, whoever added those, that's, that's. SVU's got to go, Barry's not bad. Yeah, but that's not even 2020 Wait. shit. No, I'm, I'm 23 seasons deep in a binge of, of, uh, of SVU. <laughs> So that was you hey, who added that's it. That's doctor's office going. television, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. That's like stay home. That's like when you used to stay home from school before Netflix. Like that's just what was on, and you just you just gutted it out. Yeah, no, it was, it was fantastic. It brings me right back. Do you want to add Days of Our Lives to the fucking list? I mean, Maori. I mean, <laughs> All right. I've so been watching a lot of Jeopardy. I tell you what, Jeopardy's mm, good shit. No. Okay, but let's talk about the best binges. Like, okay, so where, where are we at? We'll we'll keep SVU and Barry on there just to see. But twenty three seasons. All right, I'm going to take a swing at it, and then I'll pass it over to Harley. All right, here was the most bingeable thing. I thought The Last Dance was super bingeable, but it's not my number one. I'm going to go yep. Ozark. We binged the shit out of it starting court two. We built a blanket fort, watched the whole damn thing in one. Then I go Last Dance. Then I go Tiger King. Then I go Shit's Creek. Then Mandalorian. Then SVU, The Witcher, Barry. That's my rank. I, I like that. I have a little bit of a change between two and three because last dance like tiger king got released all at once so it's a more oh, it's a more true binge whereas like the last dance yeah. you had to wait a week in between i ended up binging it when i did watch but yeah no you make a that, valid that's point. my two and three all right, switch. All right, all right. I watched, we watched like three episodes of tiger king right away and had to like refrain ourselves from finishing it <laughs> one, like one day because we i was like so mind blown every episode just kept getting so much worse and everyone was on so much more meth and there was like so much more fucking wild. Dude, like, Wait, you will overdose on is, Tiger King. Is Don't Fuck With Cats 2020? Yeah. That's a great yeah, one. Yeah, no. Watch it though. Yeah. Oh, Jake, you like, <laughs> I just heard, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, that was that would have been a good addition to the list. I yeah, think. yeah, we kind of screwed yeah, out on that one. That's not too late. It's not too late. It's never too late. The last dance was yeah. awesome. Last, last dance, dance was last dance sweet. was fire, dude. Because that was like it felt yeah. like it brought the our generation up to speed on like what 
like all the old mm-hmm. people were talking about because they're like, you never even saw Michael Jordan play. <laughs> you know what it did? It, so, it solidified the, the stamp saying that MJ will always be better than LeBron because LeBron's a big fat pussy and Michael <laughs> Jordan did everything he could wow. to be better than everybody ever in, in the history of basketball. Michael Jordan had to drive the fire to be better and do better. Michael Jordan, he flops. How can you even how can you even think about that? Nate, He's, don't you live in L.A.? Nate just put a fork in the ground. <laughs> LeBron's a big fan. <laughs> he is. He is. All right. Fantastic. Don't believe it. Okay. Nate, what's your ranking of these shows? Uh, Mando, Last Dance, and everything else is kind of – Tiger King was wild. Um, Ozark got a little boring. Um, but Mando is fantastic, and Last Dance were, was also fantastic. So that's my two. Good work, good work. Uh, Matt, did you go yet, or you were just talking? I, I kind of went about the uh, Tiger King. was my number one. I agree with everything else, but mm-hmm. I did crush a ton of SVU, so it's up there for me. All right, all right. Jake? All right, well, I will hand up. I was the one who put Barry on the list. I thought it was out in 2020. <laughs> Apparently, that's Barry. not true. I, I watched it in 2020, so there's that. Uh, I think Barry was some of the best TV I've ever watched. So I loved it. I'm going to go that number one. Hmm. Number two, Ozark. Number three, Mandalorian. And then, I don't know. I've, I've, I think I'm also the only person who's never watched Shit's Creek. So I haven't seen it either. I will say Did this. I... First season, I hate it. I hate cringe comedy. I think cringe comedy makes me like really uncomfortable. I get anxious for like the plot line, especially with like, what is it? Dramatic irony where like they're all like they're all heading towards this eventual thing that you know is happening, but they mm-hmm, don't. Mm-hmm. It makes me I just get very anxious. I'm like, no, 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 no. So but then it got really good. I really liked it. Good writing. Um, yeah. Now, here's a dark horse that didn't come out this year, but hit the meme world this year is 90 Day Fiancés before the 90 Days. Big Ed and Rosemary. Big Ed. I almost bought – he raised his price on Cameo. He was going to present some saucies for us, but he is expensive. But <laughs> damn it, he might be worth the money. Maybe maybe we'll splice him. I don't, I don't freaking Air know. Airsoft fatty maybe. Uh, yeah, Free. maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's, cult- <laughs> he's a cultural icon Air as well. Stuff. But anyways, 90 Day Fiance, like the fact that these people even exist. Like I don't know how much you guys have watched, but Big Ed just – he like these people shouldn't be real. Um, there's a guy from Australia who can't close his eyes. He just like they're just super freaking big all the time. Um, there Whoa. is a lady who's been she she's been dating a man from England for a while named Williams, which is clearly stock footage of a very ripped man. <laughs> it's like like very stock footage, and she's been dating him for like two years. And then he's like, "Oh, come visit me," and then he won't pick up the phone. And then finally, he blows the top on. And he's like. I'm a Nigerian scammer. We have your pictures. Give us money. And she's like, someone hacked William's account. <laughs> she like won't believe oh. that it's not him. Like very naive. And I'm like, there's oh, no way it's real. And then there's this guy named David who looks like the bad guy in The Good, Bad, The Ugly. The guy with the, like, the, the saggy eyes. That's what he looks like. And he's been, he spent $100,000 in chat with this Russian girl who like wants like it's basically like the you pay you pay by the minute to chat he spent a hundred thousand dollars and then he goes to visit her and she doesn't show up so he starts tracking her to her hometown he's got an app on his phone that's like speaks russian for him after he does it he's like i'm looking for my girlfriend have you seen her because he went to the candy shop that she likes to go to i'm like dude you look like a fucking assassin like you're scaring the, the shit out of everybody and uh that show is that show bends my mind like it. That, the, I would Thanos snap those people away in an instant. All of them, every single one of them. What are you giggling about? The Thanos snap. <laughs> that was a great episode. We Thanos snap people away. Uh, I didn't have it written down. You guys want to wine or shine? 
I unfortunately cannot whine or shine. I have to pack away my entire life into a garage and then into a U-Haul truck. But I did my homework. I'll be sending some uh, TikToks for the uh, saucies. And uh, and and uh, I love you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year Happy to you, Matt. Year, Matt. Enjoy moving. Uh, enjoy that hot Bye. beef. <laughs> Sorry I couldn't be here forever, but I love you. Bye. Bye. A thousand pardons. A thousand pardons. A thousand pardons. Uh, okay. We'll do the sauces at the end of the show because I think they'll fit well. Um, all right. So business ideas, someone put something down here and I'm like so excited to hear it. It's called barstool therapy. Take it away, please. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, I'm single, I'm living at home. Um, you know, I'm feeling a little stagnant in my, in what I'm doing with my life, what have you. And, um, I was over, uh, at barrel 41, Matt and I were just hanging out. It was just him and I at the bar and um i was having a few beers and we were talking and um I, we were how many times have you been in a bar where you've been having a few drinks and you just spill your whole life story or you you sit down at a bar and there's a guy who's already hammered and he looks over to you and he tells you his life story um big time and a lot of men are a little bit weary of the idea of therapy. I personally uh, haven't done it, but I'm sure I would probably benefit from it. And I'm sure everybody probably would benefit from it. Um, but it seems a little crazy. So not crazy, just a little um, scary. So why not just make a therapy office or whatever it is um, look like a bar and the person <laughs> behind the bar is actually a licensed <laughs> therapist. So you sit down and you I start love having it. drinks. I love it. And you start spilling their, your life story, tell them your life problems, whatever. You sit back a couple brews. At the end of the day, we stamp their insurance for $400 an hour and mm. uh, we send them out the door. Love now, it. Yeah, I know you didn't ask, but I'm in. I would love to invest, help design the set, the whole ambiance of this thing. I think it's, I would everybody say. Everybody needs therapy. Everybody should be doing therapy. Don't lean yeah. out, like don't use it as an excuse. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, everyone does need therapy, and I think that this this is like the barbershop for men of therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does it come with like the neck massage and hot towel, and then I'm in yeah. uh, a razor just, shave? <laughs> fucking barbershop ain't doing no razor shaves. Sports playing on the they're background. Like, they're like 23 year old girls fresh out of beauty school. I'm not letting a razor near my throat with that. No, uh-uh. definitely you not. save that for legit barbers. Um, Nate, this is a golden idea. Barstool therapy. Uh, when is it releasing? Do we, you know, any other details? I think you've got to buy in from everybody. And honestly, I'm going to speak for Matt. He's in. Yeah, I think Matt's in too. I, th- I think we put it right next to barrel 41. We have uh, a direct line into the, the taps of barrel 41 for some nice craft beers, get the tears flowing and, uh, have some good therapy sessions. I don't know any licensed therapists, but I'm sure we could find one who likes to drink beer enough who could do it. Will, uh, will our Patreon sponsor me to get my therapy license and I'll bartend? It could. It's all covered by insurance. Beers for tears, baby. Tears for beers. beers. For, tears for beers. Tears for beers. All right. But I, I think it's a, a great idea. I think it would get guys out uh, talking about their feelings and would make the world a better place. I like it, it, Nate. Uh, picture this. It's movie time, baby. Wait, wait. You know what we should do is I will get a segment sound of uh, like the old time camera, like the as it starts, mm-hmm. like the wind up mm-hmm. camera. That's the intro. We'll splice that in. 
Uh, picture this. This is a segment where one of the gang or multiple of the gang come up with a movie idea that they're willing to pitch to the group. Uh, we cast people in it. Generally, we like to see Kurt Russell get in there at least some, you know, at some point. We're big Kurt Russell podcasts, those of you who don't know that on the reboot. But uh, I've got a movie for picture this. It is somewhat a stolen idea from someone in the Tuesday Catch-Up who put it in a group chat and then I took it and ran with it. So, you know, don't be mad, Nate. Don't beef with me. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's Matt, you got no worries. Yeah, if it's Matt, whatever. Uh, okay, the movie's called Cage Match. Um, I want this to be the last movie of Nicolas Cage's career, so we're not going to make it for a couple years, but uh, it's a campy Netflix action movie slash just the perfect send-off from Nick Cage. So... We're going to open up the Nick Cage multiverse. So we're going to break continuity on all of his major roles. Um, so we're talking, I think the character we want is National Treasure Nick Cage. Um, it's going to be basically... Con Nash- Air. Yeah, it's, Con Air. Well, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Let me... Hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> National Treasure, like basically four, but it's like the end of Nick Cage's career. It's called the Cage Match. So the Nicholas Cage from National Treasure finally, like, he opens up some basically prism and realizes that he's big. He's part of a much bigger Nick Cage multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his job is to basically, it's almost like an adventure movie through time and space where he is like entering all the Nick Cage movies at different <laughs> periods. Like um, he goes like Con Air. Um, what are some of the other Ghost ones? Ghost Rider. Got? Ghost Rider. The Rock. The Rock. Like he is, and he'll pop in, and he basically like it's. So what can he control? Maybe he has to learn how to control the switch. Gone in 60 seconds. Gone in 60 seconds. And the big villain is Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell's got some sort of, he's going to break the Nick Cage multiverse. So he has to rally all the Nick Cages out and get them through one timeline and go fight uh, Kurt Russell in the final campy Netflix, very CGI battle. It's kind of like, it's like if Avengers Endgame met every Nick Cage movie, (laughs) met Back to the Future. Met Gemini Man. Met Gemini Man. Yeah. Matt, Kurt, Kurt Russell steals the prism, becomes a villain in each of the Nick Cage former movies. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. He becomes a villain in all... Yeah, he's mo- he's he's messing with the Nick Cage multiverse, <laughs> the, to the continuity of the, the Nick Cage multiverse. He's hunting and, him down and one by one. He sends, he, sends Nick, <laughs> he sends Nick Cage back in time to a completely different movie. And Nick, not Nick Cage, uh, whatever his name is in this one. Fucking, what was his name in National Treasure? I don't know. Fuck me. Gates. Uh, Benjamin Gates. Franklin Gates. 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 Yeah, Benjamin yes. Gates. Benjamin Franklin Gates. And so I he, think it's just Gates. He's yeah. thrown no, in it's that. Ben, it's Ben Gates. Benjamin Franklin Gates. <laughs> that like Gates. shitty movie he's in with Elijah Wood, like that one where he's like a detective. He uh, uh, kick ass or whatever when he's the dad of the. Yeah. So he oh, rallies yeah. all the Nick Cages because they're getting hunted down and then they battle uh, Kurt Russell for to, to settle the Nick Cage multiverse once and for all. Mm-hmm. And then we break the fourth wall, I think, at the end of the movie and Nick Cage just signs off for the last time. Thoughts? In. I'm in. I think if we pitch this to Nick Cage, he'd be so fucking down. He'd be so I, down. I was just about to say that. I think Nick Cage has got to the point where he will do anything and any movie for any amount of money. He did. Like, if you've looked at his... If you've, if you've looked at his IMDb, it's just filled with movies that you've never even heard of. Like, yeah. Rus- there was a Russian movie on there. Like, there's a ton of them. You just <laughs> did gotta you pay see, him enough money. Did you see the 
video where he's like sitting there with his cousin ours of a pretty recent movie and he's like i've transcended acting he's like i just i am <laughs> i was like okay nick <laughs> that's a lot that's a bold statement there for doing he could, be, he could be tough to work with we're gonna write the villain winning well that's the beauty though is it's literally like 10 actors it's nick cage kurt russell and some extras because it's literally nick cage is working with nick cage <laughs> i want to yeah. see if he makes himself mad as his own co-star this is this is the perfect way to send him off he can only work with himself all right we now welcome on a new year's surprise it is the louisiana minute with our biggest fan in the southern hemisphere it is our man pierre from the bayou clap him in how y'all doing pierre you are exploding in Tuesday Ketchup lore. There are people out here, they don't know if Pierre is a real person. They, they, they're they impressed with Pierre making a name for himself. Uh, what you know? Have you noticed this fame explode? I think it's even it's gotten even more extensive since the last time we spoke. Yeah, people think Pierre fake, but Pierre real, okay? <laughs> Pierre real person. Pierre looking in the mirror, and he see Pierre, okay? And people, they are starting to know me. It's getting a little bit crazy. I've had to put up stuff around the house to keep people away. It's chaos down here. Now, what is a what does a security system look like for you, Pierre? Because you've got Gators, and I'd imagine they have some sort of a play here. Are we talking a moat? Are we talking uh, uh, Sensi Safe or whatever it is? You know, no free ads, but you get it. Now, close to the house, I got Gators chained up. Okay, they got the little <laughs> spikes on the collar. You see them on dogs. Mm-hmm. And then around the property, I've been collecting World War II uh, mines. Okay, Ooh. and I've been putting them all over the property. So if I hear an explosion, I come out with a double barrel and the crocodile and they, they seem to run away well that's i'm glad you're staying safe uh pierre we've got questions now this is releasing a, a little bit after christmas but we want to know you know what makes a perfect cajun christmas what does christmas look like to you pierre well it starts with the cajun eggnog okay now you fill up a big bathtub full of about 20 gallons of uh, eggnog mm-hmm. and then you put 20 pounds of gator penis, <laughs> and you're going to let that ferment for about a week, okay? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you take some cayenne peppers, you put it in there, and then you take the gator out, you eat the gator penis, and then you bottle that stuff up, and you just get blackout drunk, you mix it with brandy, <laughs> I'm telling you. And this this sounds like something you can keep year-round, kind of like it pickles a little bit, you know? Oh, it gets better when it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, what does uh, what does Cajun Santa leave in the stockings of uh, of naughty or nice kids on on uh, old on Bay Cajun seasoning? Christmas? Oh, old Bay seasoning. <laughs> oh, he's he very close now. For the good ones, they put all the seasonings for a crawfish boil. Okay, <laughs> and that's it. So then, when it's time for crawfish boil, you tie off the end of the sock and you just throw it in the boiling water, perfectly seasoned. Okay, <laughs> it's like a, ba- a it's like a Cajun bath. bath bomb. Is that what they call that? <laughs> That's kind of stupid because uh, those are gay. But, <laughs> Pierre! Sorry. And I'm not Pierre, no PC, okay? But the bad kids, what they get, basically, Santa go down the highway with a shovel, scrape up some pots and whatever he see, the bad kids get the roadkill. Oh, jeez, Louise. Like, are we talking fresh roadkill, old roadkill? I mean, because I'd imagine, Pierre, you, you, you've maybe tasted roadkill here and there, right? I mean, when the, when the going gets a little tough, you've probably at least eaten a possum. Well, the good roadkill usually gets picked over and eaten by the locals, okay? So it's mm-hmm. pretty bad roadkill at that point. Mm. But roadkill pretty good, you get it fresh. 
Yeah, I mean, a little sun-dried. Uh, Pierre, it is it is New Year's. This is the New Year's episode of the Tuesday Catch-Up. You know, we're so happy to carry you into 2021. Uh, how are you planning to celebrate the New Year, even with, you know, the COVID crisis still uh, sweeping the nation? Well, we don't care too much about that. But anyway, we, we go out in our boats, okay, into the bayou, mm-hmm. lo- loaded with a bunch of ammo and guns, okay? Mm. Midnight come around, we are blackout drunk, and we just shoot at anything that moves. I mean, we only <laughs> lost three people last year. But it's a good time. We wake up, and then uh, we just keep drinking and shooting our guns. Yeah, that that does sound like a very free, a freeing experience. Uh, now, Pierre, we're we're going to be talking New Year's resolutions on this episode. We're going to see kind of how the boys want to uh, tackle twenty twenty one, make betters of ourselves. How does Pierre plan to better Pierre's self in twenty twenty one? Well, I'm going to start giving more. Okay, because mm. <laughs> the world's been very good to Pierre. So I'm going in my closet. I'm getting all my hand-me-downs, holes and all. I'm taking the Salvation Army. I'm rolling down the window. I'm throwing them out, and I'm keep going. Donate them clothes because Pierre don't need it no more. He's getting a bunch of money now. He's famous. Things changing for Pierre. Yeah, well, that was another thing, Pierre. You kind of stood us up last week, and and to think is is Pierre big timing the Tuesday catch up? Is he starting you know Pierre's podcast? I, I I'm I'm fearful that we're losing you. Well, there's another podcast called The Monday Mustard, and they've been trying to get me over there, but I think I'm going to stick around with you guys. Well, Pierre, we're happy to have you. That was the Louisiana Minute. Happy New Year's, Pierre. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Cajun Christmas. Bring them out. Whoever you are, have a great New Year, okay? Thank you, Pierre. Thank you. Um, I say that we jump into some listener questions. We're going to go to the mailbag to end off the new year. Um, but first, well, this is actually a listener question. So we'll start there. Listener questions. Uh, what's your new year's resolution? My resolution is to get much better at editing video content. I want to be, I want to jump into that. Co- no, it's between that and getting on stage at least once a month for 2021, even though COVID kind of sucks a bit, but that's my goal. Harley, um, come back to me, Nate. Thinking. Um, to spend more time focusing on the things that I I want to be better at, mm. and not play as many video games, not do as many uh, things that don't really bring any value to my life. So I the I sat here last night just sitting here like fuck do i take video games and like put that as a resolution to play less and I'm like because it's really getting in the way of all my hobby <laughs> like this uh. Gravy Train Studios is uh, still in production. Uh, should have been built probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. But I, every time I get like at least a couple hours of downtime, rather than pick up another hobby, I just play video games. And I think that's got to probably stop. Well, I think I think the thing is, I'm not trying to get rid of it to pick up other hobbies. I just want to focus on the things that I'm already doing, but doing them better. Uh, in 2020, uh, I started playing the stock market, um, and um, I, I want to focus more on that in my spare time. And some wrenching. And wrenching. And, and wrenching. I, I do want to get a new car, uh, and I, I want to do some wrenching, and uh, just focus on the things that I enjoy, uh, and not stress about. Um, this was something that Matt and I talked about in our barstool therapy session: is the pressure uh, we feel to be doing a lot of things and having side hustles and all this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of over it. I, I think Speak I could, if I do things, if I can do the things that I enjoy and and be great at them, uh, you know, if that brings me more money than I already have, that'd be great, but I'm just going to focus on the things I like. Nate just went well, off on Well said, blog. Nate. Hey. I like that. 
Nate, I might just clip that 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 piece. That's the 2021 <laughs> message to the tomato. People. Tuesday ketchup host. It really Inspirational is. message. Just, <laughs> put it on a dar, one of those Darman videos where it's like the fucking where, where like, like the, the happy <laughs> message at the end of the video. It's like treat everybody nicely. Like you never know mm, what they're going mm-hmm. through, and then we'll have Nate just we'll clip him in on the back of one. Um, Jake, what's your New Year's resolution, man? Uh, man, that. Nate's kind of got me rattled a little bit. Uh, I would say, I was going to say play more video games. No, I'm kidding. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I really, I fucking hate social media. I absolutely hate it. I feel like there's this like chain literally like from like my chest to my phone. Mm-hmm. And if I like, I, I don't look at Instagram for like 20 minutes, I like start to get this like nervous, like anxiety feeling. So honestly, I, I might just, delete social media like completely this year I, i've been flirting with it for such a long time honestly the only reason why i justify keeping it is because i want to keep facebook because i want to be able to uh still interact with my grandma to some like yep. way or you know what i mean like i can mm-hmm. post a picture on facebook and my grandma can then comment and say look look again or something <laughs> yeah i mean yeah you need that compliments which app idea grandma gram gram Gram, the gram. It's called the gram. the gram. It's for grandmas to just like your pictures. It's the only social media where, like, the <laughs> only people who can like your pictures. Your grandma. Yeah, yeah. Where you, it's yeah. like a photo album for your grandma. The gram. Are you guys in? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love fantastic. It. No, Jake. Facebook, yeah. yeah, but well, yeah. But I will say this. Um, and I think I probably talked about it on the pod before, but I deleted social media probably from like September till after the election, just because it was like it, I felt like yeah. I would sit down and I would go. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, yep. and I would just run the gauntlet yeah. over and over again all day. Yeah. Or I'd wake up and the first thing I do is read about like police brutality and protests and people ripping each other apart on Twitter. Yeah. And I was getting mad depresso and I was like, I'm done. I was like, I cut it off. So I deleted it completely. Didn't even set yeah. timers or anything. I just gone. And the only reason I'm back on it now is for the podcast. So I download Instagram promo. So cut it. Cause otherwise I just like, I don't yeah. give I don't. I missed a lot of birthdays, so I'd have Lucy basically tell me if it was someone's birthday off Facebook. So sorry if I missed anybody on the catch up. But um, yeah. Besides that, I mean, I don't give a shit what anybody's doing, and they don't really give a shit about us. So it is what it Fair is. Enough. Well, it's that, and I'm also really now. tired of all these. I'm tired of all these supposed real estate moguls. I'm about to go on my rant. <laughs> my hit it, hit Bye. it, Jake. Speak the truth. I, I am so tired of every time I go on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter. Do you hate your life? Do you want to make your life better? Listen to me and my strategy because I'm so smart and I'm so brilliant and you're stupid and poor that you have to sit there and listen to me. And I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm so tired of all these fucking idiots telling me how to live my life. It's like, dude, shut up. Like, we're all like, if you're happy, just be happy. It's kind of like branching up what Nate said. Like, don't listen. I'm telling you right now, like, you can do whatever you want, but I, I'm, I refuse to listen to these people See this? on there. I bought a vending machine. You, who just call you lazy and poor? It's like, well, your life sucks because you're lazy and poor. Be like me and just like do shit all day. It's like, um, no, I'm good. Thanks. I like being mm-hmm. lazy and poor. So <laughs> that that was a top ten rant on the worst influencers on on the Grum. Um, Now, to make fun of them, because I think imitation is a form of flattery, would you be willing to slick your hair back and record one of those videos, like, non-ironically, just be like, are you a sad piece of shit? You sick of suck? You sick of sucking? Your dick don't work? Join me. You see this watch? You couldn't even even buy this watch, you poor person. Does this look like it's worth your car? Well, then come come with me. (laughs) 
How you doing, Instagram? It's big time, Jakey. Big time, Javi. I bought this. I bought this on Black Friday. <laughs> With funny. money I got from my side hustle. No, Jake, you're yeah. exactly oh, right. look at all my side hustles that I do. Yeah. It's like, dude, no one cares. Harley, uh, New Year's resolution. We gave you some time now. Um, yep. I'm I'm gonna go this like brings me back to a conversation we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago. It was about learning how to like do more stuff, like wrenching and just more more practical things. So spending more time outside and getting a lot more like practical skills. I think that's a valid point because the world ends like me knowing, yeah, doomsday edit, me knowing how to edit videos and do stand-up comedy isn't going to serve me too well if, if all goes to shit. Be it surprised. gives you happiness, though. That. That's all that matters. True. Love that, Nate. You big positive energy today. I love that. Um, big time. It's I'm that gonna, barstool therapy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save some <laughs> of these listener questions because I feel like we're going to get up on time here at the Saucies, but we'll go through a couple. How often do you change your phone wallpaper? Uh, once every three years, probably. When I get a new phone, I put an Aaron Rodgers background or a beach background, <laughs> and then it's it. That's it. That's how I do it. Maybe once yeah, every uh, other year, one to two years. Yeah, it's about a year or two for me. Yeah, Jake? I'm pretty. I'm pretty corny. I'm pretty corny, and I like always take a picture of when I go vacation to a new place, and I'll take a picture and set that as my background. So I would say maybe once or twice a year. Like recently, I just went to New York, and I got a picture of the sunset uh, uh, behind the uh, the Statue of Liberty behind oh. the nat- the Statue of Liberty. So that's like my background. No, I mean, whatever. Fire. Hell yeah! It's not a big deal. It's Proud not to be an American. Uh, who's winning in a fight? Miles Finch from the Elf or Tim Allen Santa Claus? Miles Finch. Miles Finch. I say Miles Finch, and I'll say this because Benedict Cumberpatch played also as Tyrion, and the man's a badass. It was not no, Peter Cumberpatch. Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. You get it. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet Tim Allen didn't. Howie Mandela effect. That was the Howie Mandela effect. I don't know. Yeah, Peter Dinklage, whatever, could beat the shit out of Tim Allen. Tim Allen's a pussy. Tim <laughs> Allen killed Fuck Tim Allen. Allen. <laughs> hey, fuck Tim Allen. Him and LeBron, fuck you guys. Um, okay. Uh, please send anyone to Los Angeles that says see you next year. I can 100% agree with that. I think that if you are saying see you next year right now, if you're one of those people, stop. I'm doing you a favor. I'm saving you from you. But Los Angeles for that? Seems a little excessive. Seems pretty. That's a brutal. Yeah. That's, Think about that's the like money we'll make. <laughs> For profit prisons, Kick pay, kickbacks. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's true. Um, someone asked Silverback versus Gorilla. Uh, we talked about yes. this in a previous Silverback versus Gorilla? Gorilla. Silverback versus the Silverback. <laughs> Let me double check that. Hold tight. Yeah, it says Silverback versus Silverback. Gorilla. Old Gorilla Grizzly. versus Young. <laughs> Who wins in a fight? Silverback Gorilla or Grizzly Bear? Grizzly Bear. Sorry, Kevin. We fought about this. I, I misread your quote. We talked about this. We we literally had, we spoke, what is it? My new word of the week is ad nauseum. We spoke ad nauseum about this on an earlier episode. What? Don't uh, laugh at me. That's I'm laughing at ad nauseum. That's a great word. This is, we just, this is, this is an argument we, as old as time. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we want to round table it real quick? We said the, quick we said the gorilla would quick. Gorilla no, win. no. Real quick. I will die on that hill of Grizzly would beat the shit out of a gorilla. Silverback. All right. Grizzly. Jake. Grizzly. Grizzly. Bear. Silverback. Let's go. <laughs> All right. We'll put it to the listeners. We'll put it to the listeners. Uh, what is the ideal thermostat temperature? 67. Uh, 69, obviously. Are we talking about saving money or just being We're talking comfortable right in now, our home? December 2020? What's the optimal ideal thermostat temperature? Everything like saving money, indeed. Like whatever. What is your ideal thermostat 65. temperature? 65. Bullshit, Nate. 
I'm soft now that I'm in, in California. Um, in the summertime, I have my air conditioning set to 80. Holy shit. Uh, what? Because it, it's like 115 degrees. Oh, that's true, right. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. It, it feels really nice inside even at 80. But um, yeah. if I'm home in Wisconsin, it's got to be above 67. So I'm going to go 68. Okay, that's fair. A 67 is a little chilly. I would say – I would – I got – I'm going to say 69, and then I also want to do a quick little little road off to the side here, a little exit, mm-hmm. a little rest, like a rest stop exit here. Uh, I'm, I know I've spent excessive time at home, and I don't know if either of the Fredericksons have. I know Nate has. Do you guys get into, I call them like house quarrels or like house battles with your parents with just like the tiniest like little shit? Like, like I want to have the Christmas lights on for starting at like noon, and then my, I literally set the timer – and then my dad will come in and he'll go, well, that's stupid. And he turns it to five o'clock. <laughs> or or with the, the other one is the timer for in the bathroom for the for the fragrance to be spit out. I set it for like, I want it like going off every 10 minutes. My dad walks in. Uh, that's Jake, that's a lot that. of fragrance. Like, the well, I like, I like the lavender. Like How lavenders. stinky are your shits, dude? <laughs> All right. I like a little lavender in my life. All right. And then another one. And then obviously the obvious one. That's the most obvious one. I keep it at 69. Jeff wants it at 67. It's a constant battle. He's a hot boy though. He runs, he runs hot. I used to run hot. Now I run a little bit. Well, now, now you're, now that you're skinnier, uh, do you think that you, you run a little bit cooler? Uh, 1000%. Oh yeah. You sweat so much less. Yeah. Oh, my toes and fingers are just at a constant freezing. Yeah, just it's crazy. Like oh, I can't feel my fingers like that. <laughs> yeah, my little sausages used to never get cold, and now I'm like, I shiver a lot. Like, ever, yeah, you definitely yeah. notice it. You feel a little less. Um, I feel that more with roommates than with family, I think, of like I, little uh, battles. I, I, I care to counter on you, Harley. Here's what I would say. I never really got in house battles because I don't give a fuck, and <laughs> I would just kind of do, like, I would just execute changes, like very, very quick things behind the scenes. I'd never even say anything. But Harley used to try to campaign for us to do composting and certain like habits of a chicken coop in the a backyard. chicken coop. I he tried to build stuff. He like extended in the garden. The so and Harley would like like Harley just would try to push changes without getting the buy into the committee a little bit. I and just I would did say, it. I didn't try and push changes. And at I one point we had like six coffee containers on the counter full of moldy ass food, and then we never <laughs> used it. Like it was just moldy uh, food. Yeah, did so. they explode? Uh, no, the sides of one did burst outside. We put it all outside. And That's because you sides. guys were convinced uh, the dogs yeah. were going to eat the compost if I built a heap in the backyard, which is just not true. <laughs> Dude, it's dirt. <laughs> Sophie ate cat shit I didn't mean like to start, every day. Didn't mean to start it arc. You know. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> all right. It is time for uh, the award show of the year. Uh, it is the Saucies. Let me find the, our award music. I'll pro- should I slice, um, should I slice award, award music in? We can slice in award music in. Also, I want to. Have you guys all seen the super, the hero movie or whatever one where they award douchebag of the Douche year? Douchebag <laughs> of the year. Yeah, they do that. That's a movie 41, or is that this? The, like, I think it's like the superhero movie. Yeah, I think you're right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's great. Ned, we have what? Ned, what is it? Ned, Ned, what else? Or Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders, <laughs> douchebag of the year. Um, all right, so you can hear the music playing. That's good. Okay. Uh, the Saucies. It's the award show of the year. This is the big one. Oh, timeout. What's up? Got pissed real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I got, no, yeah. I got pissed too. So. No, I don't know. What's up? Oh, this tastes like a weed there. cookie. I do love Petey. Halsey, every. Here we go. <laughs> and now 
The moment you've all been waiting for. 2020's most illustrious award show. Forget the Oscars. Forget the Grammys. Forget the Webbies. Forget the whatevers. It is the Saucies. That's some weak-ass applause. Anyways. Um, you voted. Just kidding. We didn't give you the chance. This is a purely in-house voting this year. Next year, we will be turning it over from the committee to a popular vote for the Saucies. But we've got some awards to hand out for 2020. So let's uh, let's get it started with Bis... Or <laughs> wow, I'm so nervous. Best for best mispronunciation. Best mispronunciation of the year on the pod. <laughs> Honestly, right that's it. That, that fits. So uh, that is one of the votes. Um, the other one. So we went back into the archives for this. Uh, Hayden, myself, mistook uh, Nelson Mandela <laughs> for Howie Mandel. I think at one point, and uh, we'll, uh, I'll hunt that clip down and put it in there. Um, Matt mistook capuchin monkeys for kombucha monkeys. Uh, just recently, Matt couldn't sp- uh, sp- uh, say charcuterie, which spurred into a, a, a lecturing from the Stubing's father because he came in and he's like, charcuterie. And Matt's like, charcuterie. So... That one's on Wait, there. There was a lecture involved in that he, one. He, well, we were on a PS4 the other day, and Nate's like, "Yeah," or Matt was like, "Yeah." My dad, uh, my dad, my dad listened to the episode, and the only reason I knew it is because he came in while I was bartending. And he went charcuterie, <laughs> and I went charcuterie. <laughs> That's all he did to me too. He just went. He, he walked in and went charcuterie. Walked out. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah, and then honorable, honorable mention were Trump's kafefe, but that was a typed one. Uh, John Travolta saying Adele Dazim instead of uh, Adina Menzel for the oh. Frozen, the girl in Frozen, and then Larry King saying Mark Wahlberg, where he's like Mark Wal, Mark Wal, Wal- Wahlberg, and I'll play that clip. Wal- for you. Yeah, spice that in there. Um, boys, the winner, <laughs> the winner of this year's best mispronunciation of the year on the pod is our very own Matt Stubing calling capuchin monkeys kombucha monkeys. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Let's give it up for Matt. Congratulations, Congratulations, Matt. Matt. We're proud of you, buddy. Uh, the next one, the uh, Bermuda Triangle Award. What happened to that person? Uh, the current standing categories were, or the current standing nominees were, Charlie Sheen, is he still winning? Tobey Maguire, former Spider-Man, and Britney Spears. Uh, until 2020, no one knew where Toby and Brittany were, but Brittany is locked in her house doing TikToks that Lucy relentlessly shows me, and they're they're disturbing and they're scary. They're calls for help. They're, call, they're definitely calls for free help. Free Brittany. Yeah, free Brittany. Hashtag free Brittany. Uh, she to- definitely needs help, but I know more about Brittany's situation now than I did, like, last year. So Very true. She's, so la- not, she's she out disappear. of the Bermuda Triangle. And then same with up until about two weeks ago, Toby Maguire was lost, like, after he did that creepy uh, military cuck movie. He just kind of disappeared from the limelight, and now he's back as Spider-Man, so he's out of the Bermuda Triangle, which means that our winner of the Bermuda Triangle of the Year Award is Charlie Sheen. Drinking Tiger's Blood. Drinking Tiger's Blood. <laughs> Winning. So give it, up for, uh, give it up for Charlie Sheen. What happened to Sodahead 13? So, well, he's that's a niche. That's a <laughs> that's niche. What about FPS Russia? <laughs> oh, yeah. You he's rest. gone. Really? Now, sure. Jake, I'm going to let you present uh, this next one, the Song of the Year Award. So uh, go ahead. All right. So for this one, I thought we would throw this in. Song of the Year, Old Town Road. Came out in 2019. Was that, was that 20? Okay. It was May of 2019. <laughs> so 
palsy every just everything she's done this year. I think that might have been Matt. Sure. Uh, I'm blue. <laughs> I'm blue. <laughs> I Eiffel 99 or whatever. It's been my vote every year. Yeah, it's my vote every year too. Yeah. Oh, it's Eiffel 65 right. as well. But still, still very close. Whoever wrote that. Eiffel 69. <laughs> whoever wrote Eiffel 99. That had to be Matt. <laughs> you know what? He stays winning on the mispronunciation. <laughs> Pretty sure I came up with the category, and then Matt just filled it all in with his song. So I guess we'll just go with I'm Blue for the winner. Hey, give it up. Eiffel uh, 99. Eiffel 99. Eiffel 69. Eiffel 69, which cannot be the episode title. That's <laughs> giving the wrong impression to our listeners. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, this next one is the TikTok Award. Uh, the categories were PD USA, uh, that won uh, something 19, Griffin Massey, or Beetlejuice. The winner of the TikTok award will splice in the audios and we'll send some. We'll put up. Do we want Nate? Can we get these up on our Instagram at all? Like, can we slide? Can we yeah. clip them? All right. So we're gonna clip some clips from each of these. But the winner of the TikTok award given by the Cheesy Day Ketchup is a near and dear friend of the show, Griffin Massey. <laughs> Guys, spitting out ridiculous content. If you haven't watched Six Hundred Pound Life, go give a ten second watch to the actual show and then go watch Griffin Massey TikTok content. Guys, on <laughs> fire. So congratulations to him. Uh, now we're on to the granddaddies of them all. Uh, we're going to start with the tomato person of the year. Now, huge. this is a, an award different than all other awards uh, because we didn't vote early. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give the Google Hangouts link to all current tomato people. And the first one to join the call is the tomato person of the year. We'll give them one minute uninterrupted on the pod and we're hanging up on them. All right, boys. I'm gonna send the link out now. Okay, and the the the, the bat signal's been put in the sky. First person to join the Google Hangouts. It's gonna be so embarrassing if nobody. No one's gonna show up. <laughs> <laughs> then we get tomato personally here to kill us. Uh, okay, so first person to join the Google Meets um, is crowned tomato person of the year. Do they know that we're sending this message, or is this totally? This is uh, this is unprompted. This is I a wanted, true test of our I wanted, tomato people. I wanted raw emotion. I sent it to seven of our tomato people, and I did not send it separately. They're in a group chat with each other. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, Gillis, welcome. Uh, this is one of the three biggest awards of the night. Oh, shit. Who do we got? Sam Wolf is tomato person of the year. You know you're about to get, a, like, you didn't. <laughs> there's no waiting room. <laughs> We're going to get, like, seven people in the call. Oh, you can. Can you control it? Wow! Give it up, Sam Wolf is our tomato uh, person of the year. Yes, fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on here. I'm not even reading the full message. I'm clicking on. Oh my god! Hang on, we got we got to uh, we got to let Brad go. Brad, we're sorry you lost by literally five seconds. Eat shit, Brad. <laughs> this is the best moment of my life. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, we removed Brad. Congratulations, this is a Sam. Hey, hey, let's let's give it up for Sam. <laughs> Sam, how does it feel Love to you, be Sam. the 2020 Tomato Person of the Year? You know, people said 2020 was a weird year. I didn't think this would be the year I captured it, but you know, dreams come true. I've had a down year. I was due for something big, 
and I'm glad it finally paid off. Hey, we're so happy for you, uh, Sam. Now you uh, you've been a heavy rider of the Tuesday catch up since it uh, since it became. You've been a tomato person. You supported us financially, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. Um, were you happy to see the show come back? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was gonna be another one of those uh, fake outs where you hyped it up a bunch <laughs> and then didn't follow through because I've been burned before. So did I have trust issues? Yes, but I'm very happy to see it back. Well, goddamn, we're happy to have you, and uh, congratulations on Tomato Person of the Year. We can't see, can't wait to see you, uh, you know, compete for it next year. And let's just give it up for our boy Sam. We're goddamn, goddamn. Blessings, blessings to you, Sam. We'll see you later. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love the tomato or the saucies. The saucies are they're an award show. You never know what's gonna happen. You know, it's it's, it's fantastic. Um, all right, now on to uh, probably the second most part of the night, Florida Man of the Year. It is the craziest place in the continental U.S. We've talked about wanting to build a moat. We want to get rid of it. But who else to present it than the man who's most tapped into Florida himself? He looks like he came straight from there. He's hungover. He's ready to present. Brandon, take us away. <laughs> it's really the only way to do it, to present Florida news. 100%. Um, as, the, as the Florida liaison. Um, I got some great nominees here. Please take oh, us through shit. a few. Take us through uh, some of All your right. favorites. All right. So I got to go with, I'll start it off mild here. Um, we got, there was a Florida man charged with picking mu- magic mushrooms, all while carrying his pet alligator in a DC <laughs> backpack. Very like DC shoe brand. Yep. Yep. Um, like we, got, we had, um, <clears throat> we had a male stripper thinking he was going to entertain a bachelorette party, wrote down the address wrong, went to Alatress Lane instead of Alatress Court, found himself at an MS-13 house in full police garb, (laughs) and wound up getting shot five times. Um, And uh, the, the neighbor described it as uh, they shot over 40 times. He only got hit five. So, like, <laughs> that's, a that's That's hanging the gun sideways for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the neighbor, Wilma Johnson, says, I saw what I thought was a policeman on the porch. Then I heard gunshots. I saw the cop throw his gun, <laughs> scream like a girl, and run while five men with guns were firing at him nonstop. Oh, my God. So, I mean, hats off to that guy for getting out of there. Oh jeez! Alive? Yeah, he's he's made. Wait, it. what? Good for yeah, him. Steve, stripper Steve wow. Mackin still kicking. <laughs> wow. He should get like a badge of honor or something because he uncovered an MS-13 location. Yeah, that's. Look at that. He's fighting a good fight. Doing, doing the I'm real sure, fight. I'm sure. Which, I'm which, sure the bullet holes won't look good when he's got his clothes off, so he should probably go which, into real police work at this point. Yeah, and I as, feel like they gotta offer him a job. And as a snitch, he's instantly disqualified from Florida Man of the Year. That's <laughs> so not his fault, but it is what it is. Uh, give me some more. Give me some more, and then give us a, uh, and then and then we'll drum roll you in for the favorite. Um. All right. Well, then I got. Um. We'll fix that in post. I lost the good one. All right, find it. Can I'm just I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with my my top nominee, my personal favorite, um, a feel good story. You might have seen this. This got uh this went viral here not too long ago, but <clears throat> Richard Wilbanks, 74, rescued his uh, dog, uh, King Charles 
spaniel from an alligator at his retirement home. Mm-hmm. He saved Gunner, dove in the water, cigar still in mouth, opens the jaws up and releases the dog. I mean, that's, that's if if wrestling a gator isn't Florida Man of the Year, I don't know what is. With a cigar in his mouth at the golf club or golf yeah. course. Like, Do you know if this guy's a vet? Um, <laughs> he rubs me as Korean or Vietnam War for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's seen. He's got to have seen some things. Um, I don't know if he's a vet. Doesn't say. Oh, Gunner has. Oh wait, no. PTSD. Gun, his dog has seen a vet. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. All right, uh, Gillis, we're gonna give you a drum roll, and then you give us the winner for Florida Man of the Year. Here we go. Bring him in. This year's Florida Man of the Year is Richard Wilbanks. He's the king, the king of the U.S. armpit. You gotta love that. <laughs> uh, better luck next year, all of our Florida Man nominees. We'll still be covering him weekly, and then we will uh, we'll give that award out next year. Um, fellas, it is time for the Bell of the Ball, the biggest award of the night. Everybody wants to know who it is. Nobody knows who it is. There's been a lot of speculation. This is the category, the <laughs> best podcast revival of the year let's get an extra long drum roll going the award for 2020's podcast revival of the year goes to the tuesday ketchup oh my god oh my god i can't believe it i'm crying over here um I just think, you know, I'm going to say a couple things. You know, we, we couldn't have made it through the 18 months without you. And, uh, you know, in terms of revivals, I think that, that this, is, this is a pretty darn good one, you know? <laughs> so, uh, blessings. Blessings. Anybody else want to say a couple words as, uh, as we go up there? We, well, we do want to thank Grave Train Productions. We want to thank all of our hosts. We want to thank all our tomato people um, and all the voters in the committee. You know, th- that good stuff. Uh, anybody else care to speak on behalf of Tuesday Ketchup, or did I capture our essence? No, I think it's just beautiful. You know, it's a beautiful underdog story. Uh, you know, there was a lot of good, tough competition out there, but to really pull through here in the end of 2020, giving the people what they want. Indeed, it's the people's podcast. It is. You know what? And I honestly think that that could be a tagline. It is the people's podcast. We want to give the people what they want. Um, one last thing I want to do before we do final notes or final things around the table is uh, I'm going to check the group chat and there's some show notes that have been sent to us and I kind of want to read them as a little pump up, make you guys feel good heading into the New Year's. You guys good with that? I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to need to get to our, our uh, gallery of images. Oh, shit. Here we go. All right. I'm here to present you my uh, my unsolicited opinions on the pod. Number one, Unaccompanied Minors is a banger. Number two, Noel is a newish Christmas movie on Disney+. Plus. I thought it was pretty good if we're looking for new shit. Three, the most awful Santa baby is the Michael Bublé version <laughs> in which he changes it to Santa Buddy. <laughs> Agreed. Number four, I think Chum's lack of new Christmas content is due to lack of effort and research on his part. <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. Shots fired. <laughs> um, okay, thoughts after episode 57. I don't know who is real and not real. Would love to hear your Christmas playlist. The Night Before is a great movie. Love the inventions. Would invest. Also really disappointed. I don't remember where I was when Billy Mays died. <laughs> uh, this one comes from, uh, from Craig. Let me go ahead and scroll here. 
absolutely loved the second episode. Pierre is a hoot. Can you show as well organized and funny? Wrote down a lot of notes and brought a few things to mind when I listened to it. LOL. Uh, and then another one. I really enjoyed the segment. Are you doing your podcast today? You never got back to me. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this one comes from our very own Zach. Um, um, let me see. Just listen to the last one on my drive and I miss it. LOL. That was all he said. So we'll have you back soon. Um, and then I also just realized that he asked me if Eric could be on so he could be on. And then I forgot that I, I thought I didn't see the text until now. So Zach, if you're listening, my bad. <laughs> Legit just read it for the first time. That's on me. Um, see, all right. the, see the flow chart from earlier. See flow chart from earlier. And we'll, yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, final thoughts around the table. Um, you're sitting right next. Well, no, we'll, 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 get, we'll end with you since we're in person. Nate, take us away. And uh, final thoughts for our New Year listeners. Oh my gosh, what an episode. I can't, I'm totally speechless that uh, the Tuesday catch-up was the winner of the Best Revived Podcast. Um, <laughs> like, subscribe. If you leave a review, um, make it as mean as possible. And the more mean you are, the more likely you are to read it on the podcast, especially if you're True. making fun of Chum. Yep. Also, five stars, like, and subscribe. <laughs> yep, only reading five-star ones, especially if they're mean. Uh, Jake, final, thought, or final thoughts, closing thoughts on 2020. Uh, send this thing away. I, there was a ton of anxiety, you know, who was going to win best podcast rival of the year. I wasn't sure. I was teetering back and forth, but whew, am I glad that we walked away with this one, boys? I want to thank the Academy mm-hmm. for everything they do, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just glad that we won. I have to say, at the beginning of the podcast, it got me a little down running through everything that happened in 2020. I was like, dang, you got me a little down, but you know what? The Saucies finishing, finishing this up right brought me back, brought me back to life given life to the people, given energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just glad Parasite Parasite didn't win any of these. So. You're damn right. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> yes. And you know what? They had us in the first half. Won't lie. I would say that, uh, yeah, this was a nice little hockey stick episode. Um, very pleased. Very pleased. All praise to the most high. Gillis, <laughs> closing thoughts for our people. We miss you, by the way. Happy to have you on, I, even for a moment. Even a fleeting, like, chips in the night fleeting moment. We'll be back. It's uh, it's been It's been many moons since I've been on the old podcast here. And I miss it. Miss the boys. 2020 has been a bitch, you know, but uh, she's been a cruel mistress. But uh, the Tuesday ketchup's the light at the end of the tunnel. You're goddamn right. It's the people's podcast. So. Uh, Harley, final thoughts on 2020. Send our listeners out. How you feeling? Um, tomato people, thank you for your love and your support. The, the tomato person of the year was a real nail biter. Literally a photo finish. Um, we love you all. Let's put 2020 behind there, us there and is, kick for, ass on for, this resolution. For references, there was six people tried to join the call within a minute. Like it was instantaneous. <laughs> we had multiple people in the waiting room. So congratulations to Sam Wolf again. Agreed on those. Uh, on those. Uh, let me say this: 2020, a lot of ups and downs. It was a crazy freaking year. You know, a lot of cool ass things happened. Like like we talked about in the beginning, a lot of not so cool things happened. 2020 is what you make it. Uh, Qui Gon Jin once said, "Your focus determines your reality." And so you're, you know, so must have been in a spinoff. Put your freaking focus down on 2021. Get to the gym if you want to get to the gym, or don't. Do what makes you happy, like Nate said. We love you guys. You know, we don't do it for the accolades, but winning best podcast rival of the year is just—it's <laughs> more motivation to keep doing what we do. You know, and uh, with that, we're closing the book on 2020. We'll see you guys next year. Good fucking riddance. <laughs> we'll Dude. have a new host. Uh, okay, hopefully. We, yeah, yeah. But we promise to actually come back this time. Uh, this has been the Tuesday Catch-Up. And you, you're all caught up. One, 
two, three. We ended the whole game very often. <laughs> Couldn't quite <Yeah. laughs> sync up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, cheers, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, fellas. Deep inside, frightened.